Faith Emmanuel. I am a girl child advocate. I have an NGO, which means it's registered and I am the executive director. This NGO is about mindset orientation and reconstruction for the girl child. So this is most of the work that I do. Right now, I went to the University of Illoring, studied history and international studies. Um, I have some certifications I don't like to talk about, but I mean, let's be humble, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think that's, that works. That works. Faith is just a girl child advocate. Right. Is, is, is that how you do? Ooh, okay. So I'm a growth enthusiast. So okay. I coach I coach young people. So you, a lot of people are like, okay, you're doing only girl child. You're being biased. But I'm not being biased. I'm just staying in the nature God has called me to. That's so right. but I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm, I'm still coming to that part. I know, I know. <laughs> it always happens. <laughs> Alright, continue. Yes, so I I am a growth enthusiast and what that means is I want people around me to grow and so it, it led me to do researches about why people um, do not maximize their 20s mm. right this is a season where you're supposed to be learning some things and I realized that especially for people who are in rural environments Mm-hmm. They or who grew up in a rural environment, there's a lot of things that we don't know. I say we because I come out of the same place, right? I, I, I'm, I mean, I grew up in a rural environment and I know firsthand, I, I got lucky or God blessed me to have gotten some um, opportunities that helped me leverage and get to this point that I am right now. But it still doesn't take away the fact that I know how hard it was for me to come from that place and compete amongst um, people who we tag as the higher mighties who basically had all they needed to have right even from a very tender age so this led me to want to bridge the gap of ignorance especially with young people and i want really i want to really see young people maximize their potential so i started to coach um, people generally on personal development yeah wow yeah wow 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 okay um thank you for that um, um introduction so um maybe i should uh, <laughs> let me start from i really have a lot of questions from <laughs> everything that you said okay uh, one after the other so i want to ask that um why uh, advocacy like why are you uh, championing the cause of mm-hmm. uh, of that particular i'm uh, sorry in that particular direction if i would say because i believe that um, um you are you're a young girl and um i know um so you're a young lady actually i know <laughs> it's fine it's still the same girl child too so uh, i know um a lot of opportunities are outside there there are a lot of a juicy uh, what's it called profession there are some yeah. let me call it like some people will target there's some kind of um uh less opportunities that you have more 
um, more Imagine glory and less to do, yes. less work to do, right? Yes, like some people will call it more um, t- less tedious and more decent. Yeah what they call profession <laughs> yes actually i intentionally use that word because some people feel like you have to put yourself through a lot of uh what's it called problems issues poke nose do a lot of things to get something solved in this direction that you've chosen actually and then um, some people feel like there are several other things that you just continue to have your baby girl for life uh, you know that kind of <laughs> okay talking about that making your money in a cool way having mm-hmm. to the beach you can understand so it's actually predictable if you chose some other part of life so why are you passionate about this why did you decide to do this why are you going this direction even though it looks somehow unpopular to some people and like i said not really is kind of sustainable stuff as it were okay Mm. So, firstly, disclaimer: I like soft life. I like okay. baby girl life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and um, your question: Why did I decide to go this route? Yeah. Most of the times, when I um, when people ask me this question, what I say is, God sees us more than we see ourselves. Hmm. And I would explain. I'm not trying to go all spiritual, but I mean, he's the author of your life. He designed you. Mm-hmm. So he knows exactly what is written in your manual from yes. beginning to end because he wrote it. Yeah, so I wanted to be a lawyer from the beginning. I'd applied to study law severally, but didn't get in. And... Um, I didn't I didn't used to like I, I didn't used to like having female friends for the reason that um you know how ladies can be gossips, so much trouble. All my friends were guys uh, mm. when I was growing up. So for when I when I first got the leading work with women, hey my god, I fought it a lot. I said, eh, where, who, me? I don't even have one female friend. Where do I even start from? I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But I realized that um, every time that I saw a young girl, a girl child that wasn't confident, that wasn't confident. Every time, please hold on. I'm sorry. Is okay? Yeah, sure, no problem. So every time that I saw a road or somewhere and she's not confident enough it affected me it made me feel like my god are you like this would you just use your voice would you just speak up would you just do what you have to do and then i would just hear something in my spirit like deep in my heart tell me if nobody teaches them they can't learn uh. and i'm like and they should go and get teachers and let them teach them it first started with resentment like, I would just be angry. Sometimes I wouldn't confront them. My friend, talk, speak up. If you can't talk, get out of here, don't talk to me. Like, or something like that. And then, <laughs> I, I I listened to some people talk about feminism. And I was like, what kind of rubbish is this? Why would you even be talking about a concept like this? Just follow what the order of things is. A man is the head, a woman is... So what's the problem? Why are you fighting and struggling, right? Yeah. But 
I started to research because that's how my mind works. Once I don't understand something, I start to research about it. And then I realized a very huge gap in the girl child advocacy space. What people call feminism and understand as feminism is even wrong. Like, it's not defined. Everybody's just running with anything that they care to run with. And I said, they need to be a mindset orientation. There has to be someone who's willing to stand and correct this anomaly. Like, make it proper that this is the standard, this is what it is. And then I started to research the concept of the mountain of influence, right? And I saw that um, everybody has like a particular place that God has called them to dominate and um, use their voice to stamp a particular... um, What's the word now? Dominance on it. Stamp a particular... um, What's the word now? What am I even saying? Okay, yeah. Stamp a particular... Like, let your foot be on the sand print of that particular mountain so that Mm. anybody who comes there knows that this is how this thing should be done. Mm. Right? And then I told myself, if everybody is complaining that, okay, this is not right, so who is going to make it right? Are we all going to join our voices and complain about it? And then I told myself, okay, I want to do mindset orientation for the girl child. And then that's how we started knowing nothing actually taking no course it was just sheer passion just a desire to see girls upgraded in their minds just a heightened dimension of knowledge just knowing what to do that's what i wanted and then that's how i started wow wow that that, that's actually comprehensive i I, i'm sure anyone listening to this will know that okay this is something to um this this is the summary of purpose actually the mm. summary of purpose. and um let me just um go in that line um okay i i believe that um running on this particular course um yeah. you you should just share a few of your struggles maybe kind of acceptance you know mm-hmm. Like I, like okay. I, it's not something popular, like especially around this part of the world. You don't just mm-hmm. see it all alone. Try to just pull through like that because everybody's just like, "What's your hood?" You understand? Mm. Like, yeah, everybody will be like that. You get so. Mm. I'm just share a bit of your struggles, maybe the things that you. Some might still be present anyway, that like you're still battling mm-hmm. with in terms of people, in terms of even yourself, maybe anything, struggles carrying out this particular assignment. Hmm. So, I remember the very first time that I got the courage to voice it out that I was a girl child advocate. I was in 200 level in the university, and I said, um, my name is Faith Emmanuel and I'm a girl child advocate. They're like, what? I said, I'm a girl child advocate. Like, what did you say? <laughs> like, I said, hey, now what? Uh, all these people, you know, they let, uh, one, they teach girls, me, they cook for their husband, me, they follow their husband, Jack. Why would you want to do that? Like, yeah. that was the whole, that was how we went to. The conversation was around me the whole day. And 
you know, because it was my first time really speaking about it. I mean, I've always had a passion for people generally. So I would do outreaches on my birthday, go to orphanages. Um, if there was like a, you know how usually the most things that people who do girl child advocacy do is share parts around sanitary towels for young girls. I would go with them, do the drive, clothes and all. But when I said I wanted to be a girl child advocate, what I wanted to do was education beyond the four walls of the school for the young, for rural girls. Mm. That was like my major, just them upgrading their mindset. So when I said it, I kind of explained a bit. They're like, what you're trying to do is impossible. First of all, who will fund you? Second of all, do you think that these people will allow their children to come and be listening to what you want to tell? Mm. The major thing, the major thing people had and they were telling me was I was just going to waste my life. Like, I should go and get something lucrative. If I don't want to go to school or if I don't want to really pay attention to being a professional um, at anything I'm doing, I should just go and learn a trade or something so that I can focus on it more and maybe then I can start teaching girls still learning and that's even understandable. But doing this, so I laughed and he was really discouraging. But after I finished laughing, I went back to the drawing board because I knew it was God that told me I heard it clearly. I knew. So I told him, I said, Shebi, you see, I told you from the beginning that if as much as get one opposition, I'm not doing it again. Like, <laughs> you better tell all of them to, like, start helping and all. Uh, yeah, that was the first one. Then the second one was when we were going to do our first project. So there's something I believe in. I believe that we have to be many to influence change. Uh. So if only me is wearing a particular hairstyle, it might not influence. But if you come into a department, let's say English department in school and see all the ladies wearing shuku, for example, you should be like, "Uh -uh, what's going on here? Why is everybody or um, everybody wearing a particular color? of dress which is red or blue like what's going on here so it takes a lot of people to make influence louder so i said we were reaching um, 800 girls in Loring. ah i was like eh 800 girls what do you want to tell them how will you control the crowd what do you this is your first project start small or maybe you should do with two girls <laughs> I said no. <laughs> this is what I want to do. <laughs> I want that number. I said it was impossible. I said no, I'll and I'll start a project. There was no money, there was no funding. That was the major issue. Again, I went back home. Give me strategy, oh Baba. Now you say maybe go. Give me strategy. I want strategy. And again, I didn't choose the numbers myself, right? Mm -hmm. I prayed about it and then I got that number. So I put it out there. We had done publicity without even having a dime. Like we had set the date for the event without having a dime. Everybody was just asking me, when are we going to the market? What are we doing? I said, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And then with that event came, we did it and it went. Another struggle I had, this is the last one I will say, don't, let me not take all the time. Another struggle I had was imposter syndrome. Right, so I don't have any certifications in girl child advocacy, and I also, um, I also had no education 
in that line you know like it's in nigeria this is almost like a new field there were no so many mentors people that were doing um mindset orientation for the girl child that i could go and meet like okay what do you guys do there were a lot of people doing girl child empowerment there were people doing um um, gender-based violence um, activism there were people doing like these other things but i didn't really see anybody really investing in maybe leadership for the girl child or creating or creating their mindset as it regards entrepreneur so i didn't really have a mentor so when people say oh this is my mentor i didn't have it so i i i had to gather resources from different angles right and i'm still doing that it's still a struggle it's still a struggle but we move right (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow those are the major things that um, I I was actually expecting. I was expecting <laughs> to mention because, like I said, it is um it is it is a normal thing for uh, let me say Africans generally to attack such so, so those are the challenges. And I don't know, maybe probably you still encounter more because you know the more you get uh uh the more you get no, on the mountain, yeah, right? the more people will feel like why why do you decide to do this? But yeah. it's just that's just the process. Actually, there's something um after that. Alright, let's move to the girl child. So um like I told you, uh, I was going to ask that why the mm-hmm. why the girl child are not the two? Because uh, <laughs> Um, boy, <laughs> you understand. So, um, one thing that I, I I actually noticed maybe over time, and due to my own personal research too, I I just feel like um, I know that the girl child uh, has been uh, neglected, but I feel like uh, the boy child should also be carried along, anyways, because I feel like everybody has their struggles on each side. Yeah. In this- one actually might be more than the other, but I feel like uh, is it that it's not part of your jurisdiction uh, of assignment, or is it just that okay, you're just passionate about girls, it's, or is just that your specific assignment? So I want you to just say something. <laughs> okay, firstly, I am someone who loves humanity. Okay. I have like a very deep desire to see people evolve into better versions of themselves almost all the people i have around me they know faith is that person that will tell you oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah go and do this do that do that like make sure you're moving if we're in the same circle opportunities will always come your way if i find it i'll send it to you there's no way and you apply you must do it so yeah that's something that um, really stands out for me so when I get this question most times, I just laugh because um, the vision for Fergie Global, which is the Fate Manual Girls Initiative, covers for, there's a part where we do a he for she. There's a training we do where we just talk to boys alone, right? But it's still under Fate Manual Girls Initiative. But the reason why um, I'm not heightening that a lot is because when we started out we wanted to have an arm of the initiative which would be for the boy, boy child right 
yeah. but we didn't we didn't get enough representation we didn't get enough people who were willing to take it up because we needed guys to do that there are things that are peculiar and sensitive to guys that a yeah. lady would never be able to handle uh, properly yes yeah and it's the issue with people who come from single parents mm-hmm. single dad single mom and yeah. so we didn't want to run something like that so we needed people who were competently trained like enough and we didn't get that and i didn't want to i didn't want to bring in amateurs i had risked it with myself and i saw how much work i had to put in how much constant upgrading of myself i had to do to get to the point where i could um ease into what i am doing it's not easy okay. it, i can tell you that there are days i just feel like Abeg, abeg, abeg. This thing should just go and sit down in one place. Let me do I something else <laughs> yeah. that will fetch me money. But it might just be as simple as I'm going out to work and I see a young girl by the road. Something, something just tells me, okay, ah, God, help this person do this. And I'm like, what's this now? Let me rest. Like, let me just, I can just be going on the road. Until a very random girl child on the road and there's a need in my heart. I already know the next project we are supposed to do and in what community. And I'm like, <sighs> so yeah, the thing is, I, I have a couple of people. I have two two of my mentees right now that are really interested in boy child um, advocacy. And they have started, there are a, a few people doing that. May 16th is uh, mapped out as um, the day for the boy child now right so yeah, yeah. that's the day for, yeah, for the boy, boy child and so i've gotten a couple of people who are under training not me training them but i'm helping them for from some other people who have shown interest and they seem to be higher so it's a new it's a new field so it means these people are going to have to rise up as faces of this field they have to start developing curriculum for young boys maybe in specific locations, maybe on drug abuse, maybe on um, Yahoo vices, different things just for the Nigerian boy child because he's, 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 um, whatever is wrong with him is peculiar to him and whatever needs um, attention is peculiar to him. So yeah, we're doing that and I, I, I'm giving my support because I really am of the opinion that we cannot keep focusing on just girls. I mean, we have a lot of people in that field already doing stuff for the girl child, but are they really doing specific things that the girl child need? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so because I also don't believe in just, okay, we're giving you guys sanitary pads. After that, then what? Okay, if you get pregnant or get in rehabilitation homes or something where you can, why don't we do preventive? Because I believe that if someone's ignorance is dealt with, there are things they won't do normally. Anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So why why don't we all join hands and come to this place where we can maybe have a crash leadership course or an mm-hmm. in-depth training on self-esteem for the young girl, courage, these that less I mean, if if we had funding, I really, really wish that we could put up an academy where just like maybe the Godney Leadership Center now where young girls can come and learn for free some etiquettes for life generally 
Mm. So you get so you can be on a one year course, two year course when you close, especially for rural girls. I'm particular about rural girls because some of these um, what's your name? Some of these urban children, they already have these opportunities. Their school offers some courses, the extracurricular um, extracurricular courses, which actually helps them begin how to talk, how to carry yourself. How, they, they teach them these things, right? But then who pays attention to the rural girl? And mm. then they end up um, doing something that they are like, okay, why why she go carry belly this one? Why is she no go carry belly? There was nobody there. Do you get? I'm not yeah. justifying it, but if we could help out in a certain way, we should. We should. I'm not doing girl child because um, that's my area of calling. I'm passionate about growth for everybody. So if today I get an opportunity, like I like really find competent people. I honestly don't mind partnering do you get yeah. to execute projects that can help the boy child as well yeah alright oh wow thank you so much okay um, because of the time let me just ask um, um, I have like two other questions so let me ask one um, okay. I believe with your experience you will have um, encountered several um, girls with several issues, what would you say yeah. is one um, one most important thing, like generally, that is a problem of girls, um, let's say rural girls actually, because I believe that, I don't know, I just mm. believe that they have um, more issues, you know, due to the ignorance, exposure, resources, and um, attention, actually, mm. maybe they um, level of enlightenment and all that so what would you say the problem of the girl child like I'm, I'm not saying pro- internal problem I mean no that's fine <laughs> I get you major that's issue fine. that that the encounter that you probably are trying to tackle do you understand what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. yes major problem for them at that phase of life that needs to be that attention to be paid on it, okay. A lot of attention need to be paid on parenting for rural girls. Okay, parenting. Parenting for rural girls, because a lot of these girls, they don't know a lot of things. Huh. Yeah, it's a you. There's a huge knowledge gap, so you see them willing to settle for some things. For example, I, I recently had to deal with an issue where. Not really deal it came to me but there's really nothing i could do a girl accepted consent and it was consent to sleep with a guy because she needed um to get food chicken republic like a pack of food for 700 naira. just 700 or 500 do you know if that person has a proper orientation they will never reduce themselves to that they- Issue. Like if you see words in yourself, there are some things that you never accept. Mm-hmm. It's just like all of us that are professionals. There were there was a time where you were willing to talk at a meeting from morning to night for no cost, but then at some point you realized the worth, and they will give you 250k. You still say I'm not available. Mm. Is worth once you upgrade, you get like. Once you understand your words and you upgrade your mind, there are almost some things that nobody needs to advise you about. You just naturally know that yeah. this is in for me. So, yeah, I see that gap with um, 
parenting parenting it's a very big it's a very big issue oh. and second thing is i just really really think poverty is another issue <laughs> yeah yeah there's some things i don't want to say but it's just maxed in two of these things i've just said it's just it's, it's hard it's sad all right i was even hoping you would talk about education like maybe their level of education maybe that's not primary the truth is once someone is poor they can never get a proper education okay that's true that's why i said there are a lot of things maxed the the education of course is what the orientation problem is because if they are in school and they are in some kind of schools see have you have you been to a rural school before, like a rural rural community school before? Yeah. <laughs> we've done outreaches in some of these schools, and we've seen even the teachers all day. Come here, Joe. Can't you see there are people in your school? Just can't you can't you behave like the way they even downplay, like speak on them? Like I don't know how to explain the way they. If your own teacher batters you with words, how how are you learning? What are you learning? What are you being educated about? So you go around having a low self-esteem just your life is just let me just let me just let me just continue let me just let me just you get so like it, it's the poverty is a lot because it's just a lot and that education hmm, we better not go there so that we will we'll be able to close this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah but really that's why i'm passionate about education beyond the four walls of the school there were people that did not get like a proper school education but got a some kind of education and their lives are better i'm telling you really i'm not i'm not campaigning against education of course please go to school it's a way for you to move your life forward but beyond going to school there are things that you need to learn as well um, all right thank you so much faith okay um I have a question, but I'm I'm trying to see what is structure it. Um, I believe that you can do this alone, and what I mean by that is, um, as much as you do, the child will always return back to the family. Yeah. You know, is one of the yeah. most important agents in the society, and um, um, beyond what you're teaching a the child, they go back to the mm-hmm. family can. Um, what was it called? Beyond the education you're giving a child, they are going yeah. back to family that can give them give them a miseducation. You understand? We yeah. orientate them in another mm-hmm. direction. I don't know. Uh, is there something you can say? Maybe one of the things that parents can do because um, your voice can be loud, but mm-hmm. uh, as much as it is resounding, there is another voice that is more familiar over time. Yeah more consistent over them like you mentioned the other time like their teachers their parents and all that so is there something you want to say in that direction maybe there is a way parents can do some certain to pay some certain attention to something to also help the work like mm. you're just doing it and it's not pulling out the best result <clears throat> the truth is there's only so much we can do right and hope that god helps i'm going to say this now i don't know who is listening um if um, the audience are large largely spiritual people but i'm a christian 
and I understand the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. For everything we ever gave out, we prayed on them. Yes. Mm. There was there was a time when we did some three days investment prayers, like we were just praying back to back on the items. God, every one of them that touches this item, their heart just learns of you. Like they understand, they know what to do, they know what to do, they know because we know that there are some people we will never be able to reach. There's some people that are broken deep down beyond anything that we can't, words will not do it. Our English language will never be able to do it. We can only just try to sow the seed. Oh, we've gotten, uh, let me just give this example. I went to a boarding school in Guagalada. Guagalada is, is an area council in Abuja. And we went to speak to over, I think, some 700 girls. <laughs> One of the parents called me one day. I, God, I, I just thank God. So we give them these gift cards. We always make sure we leave them with something. Finance is not very um, available most times. So sometimes we can't even go with a lot of materials that we want. But since we're pushing mindset orientation and reconstruction, we always leave something with them that can help their mindset even by themselves. I'm writing a book recently and it's going to be addressed to parents of the girl child. And um, yeah, we hope to get those books across to parents in rural communities so they understand some of the things they are doing and not doing and then sometimes some of our outreaches include outreaches to parents so we get resource people to speak to the parents people who have parented kids and they've shown a track level of um, a track level of progress so we let them speak come just help them and then we have this q and a sessions where the parents ask questions something they've always wanted to know about parenting and all but this particular day i was i'd used all my money so someone promised to give us money for the project <laughs> hey god though sure, don't put your trust in men if you are listening to me this, this is very important <laughs> if you're planning to start projects or anything so they promised to oh we sponsor this project don't worry how many kids we're going to do everything two days to event they're not for coming and we need to plan we need to prepare so there was i saved money for my phone i think it was one hundred and ten thousand at the time i had to put it into the project not because we had already put words out but because i didn't want i didn't want to what's the word now i didn't want to let the girls down i think that's the word we, we already, they were excited. You know, before you do a project, you have to go and map around, get a um, survey and stuff. They were happy, auntie, please bring this when you're coming, that. So I just put it in. And that particular day, the, the money never came back. Honestly, I, the money never, the person didn't contribute or anything. So my money did that project. Um, thank God, God's money is not my money, Sha. He gave it. So if he asks for it, we can give it to him. Yes, yeah, so um, that particular day, this woman calls me. Hi, I am um, Lydia. Yes, Lydia. I am Lydia's mom. You came to our school. So the gift cards we gave them had our phone numbers on it. And it was an affirmation card that says, you are enough. You can do anything you put your mind to do. And we told them to keep it with them and never lose it. That it was our gift to them to keep um, rehearsing, saying it to themselves and all. I didn't know that was very something very big. Because that's what we could afford. The mom called me and said, Thank you so much for transforming the life of my child. 
I am very grateful. This was a boarding school where they didn't have phones. But she got home, gave it to her parent, her mom, spoke to her mom about what we had told them. And the mom said, because of what you taught my daughter, and she has come to tell me, I'm going to let her go and learn tailoring now so that she can also have, do you get, like these little things. So most times when we talk to the girls, we also tell them to go back home and tell their mom that this auntie said, don't send me out at, don't send me out at night i'm a girl something can happen to me this auntie told us that we should tell our parents that they should always tell us that they love us so they go back and tell them these things do you get we know that the impact might not be much but there's only as much as we can do until we trust that god helps us get to a point where we can actually go around and do outreaches basically for parenting and how to parent the child but trust me i have gotten some feedbacks that i'm shocked myself that how did you make our little water become this mighty ocean? Like, it's great. It's great. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. I'm really grateful. Okay, um, let's just do this one question and then we'll go. It's not actually a question, but um, like I said the other time, that there's several agents in the society that contributes um, to the growth of a child. And um, I believe that beyond just interacting with them in class, beyond just what they, uh, their family do to them at home, they also have a peer. Uh, they have those they play with. They have their environment influencing them every day. So um, there's something to everyone that was listening. You know, some um, in one way or the other, you have a, a girl child uh, either as your sister as a neighbor yeah as um was it as a street uh, neighbor or somewhere somewhere just around you so what is the role of everybody in making sure that the girl child is safe secure is supported and is helped to grow the role of everybody around the girl child is i beg you please just be sensitive Please just be sensitive and be passionate about it. Uh, be passionate enough to help. Oftentimes I come back from work and maybe I'm passing the area because I live in an area and I see maybe two girls and a boy just talking. I mostly will ask, Oh, how are you? Are you good? Is there something you want to talk about? I know why I'm doing that. I'm interrupting that conversation for them to know that this is inappropriate and again, there could be more for you. So I let them have that opportunity where they can feel like they can come and talk to me at any point. This is what all of us can do too. If you look at them and say, ah, maybe my picking now, leave them now, all the children, that's how they used to do. That's how they would do. Your child will also be looking at that and thinking that that's the norm. You would think it's not affecting, like you think this is just, it's not about me. It's not about me. I'm the, I don't have a business there. She will give birth, will maybe go and get pregnant or wedlock. Give birth, and they will come and still burden you with please help us with food. It will be your concern one way or the other. So it's better that, as a person, uncle, auntie, um, pastor, whoever you are, if you are around the girl child and you have girl child, the girl child around you, please be sensitive and pay attention to them. And don't be, don't ignore them. Don't ignore them. Don't like, it's not my business. Because that's the attitude a lot of us have around this thing. I used to do an orientation, um, Instagram live for 
what to do around the girl child i had to stop because of time and all but you asking this question now i think i need to resume i need to resume doing it so yeah i think that's just the little i can say for now all right um thank you so much um fit manu uh, thank, thank you for you. coming actually i i think we'll still have to uh um, set up another time to um, do another one because um uh, from your from this conversation i have a lot of questions Actually, <laughs> yeah, this always happens. Yeah, that in line with uh, the girl child and uh, the safety of the girl child, actually. And um, I, I actually have a foundation. The reason why I'm particular about this is that I have a, uh, I have a foundation, and um, uh, one of the projects that we are currently plan- planning is actually uh, a campaign, like a school tour, like that. We've been planning it from um, since June. We should have it in June, but we could not because we wanted something a little solid. We wanted the conviction more, uh, what is it called, more concrete. So it's actually a campaign against sexual assault around them. There's um, a lot. We know that most people that are prone to that particular uh, either sexual abuse and abuse. Yeah. Both verbal abuse, mostly sexual abuse, uh, yeah. those in that uh, what's it called that age bracket, those yeah. young girls, especially the female child. The male child, I know the good reads, but the female child most especially, uh, they are in danger, especially at this particular. And one of the things I want to also tackle, which I said I will still give you, maybe probably one time like that, is that. This um this uh what was it called? This child marriage with all the, um there are a lot of things to talk about on those stops. Exactly. Girl child is wild. So you just have to pick a niche. Yes, yeah, actually. So uh, thank you so much for coming tonight. And I hope like you say, I hope we will call you again. You'll be <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Share the so talk. That's fine. Thank you that's so much. You're welcome. Thank you for your time as well. I enjoyed having this conversation. All right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.